Welcome to another episode of the Power of the Pause with Colleen Falto, Energetic Weight Loss Coach. Energetic weight loss. We talk about weight loss in your energetic 5D bodies. Everyone is so focused on their physical 3D body, i.e. their ego, and they're so disconnected from their soul and what their soul is really trying to speak to them, to say to them, and so caught up with so much extra weight in their 5D energetic body, the mental weight, the emotional weight, right? And so we focus on losing weight in our 5D energetic body at times that does align with weight loss in the 3D because a lot of our 3D physical weight gain is truly from emotions. And at times it comes to alignment in our 3D, acceptance of our 3D bodies, right? So that's what we do. This is what it's about. Today on this episode, I'm going to do a debrief of the Abraham Hicks workshop that I went to on Saturday. I'm recording this on Monday, the 21st of August. So the art of allowing. Abraham Hicks workshop was truly life-changing, truly, truly just a life-changing experience. I personally have been following Abraham Hicks for about a year and a half, I want to say, a little over a year. I don't know exactly when I stumbled across her. And when I first stumbled across Abraham Hicks, I was really into Joe Dispenza, which I still do love Dr. Joe Dispenza and all of his talk on the brain and brain rewiring. And that hit me a lot easier, right? Joe Dispenza was very easy for me to understand. Abraham Hicks, when I first started listening to Abraham Hicks talking about the frequencies and the channels we're on from our inner being to our actual thoughts, everything. I was, I was like, what? I had to listen to the same clip on YouTube. You can go on and listen to Abraham Hicks. There's a ton of little 10, 15 minute clips. I would listen to the same clip over and over three or four times, just trying to wrap my head around it. And my ego really wanted to just push it away, but I'm so happy that I listened to my soul and really did the deeper dive to listen to it and wrap my head around it and understand the concepts that Abraham Hicks talks about in regards to the law of attraction, the law of assumption, the laws of energy, the laws of the universe, right? It's all about forward movement, all about downstream flow of energy and releasing yourself from the past, stepping into a new level of letting go and acceptance all downstream, all downstream flows of energy in life on every level. What can you do that's not going to feed your ego and make you feel right, make you feel like you won, but what can you do to create downstream effort in life and to just win more energetically? That is how you're pulling in what you desire through the law of attraction, right? So many people that I talk to, clients, et cetera, don't understand why their manifestations aren't working, right? They don't understand why the law of attraction isn't working in their favor. And we have to understand how energy works, how the law of attraction works. It is working 24-7, 365, whether we're intending it to work or not. We're not going to get in manifestation mode and only manifest during a five to 10 minute intentional period. All of your thoughts are manifestations. All of your thoughts are always calling in your reality. And whatever your reality currently is, 
if it's amazing or if it's hard, that is all a manifestation of your thoughts and you're working on your law of attraction. You are attracting in everything in your life, which is why we want to go downstream and let go of our ego as much as we can. The less focus you put on your desires in life, the more positive things are going to be. And that was really hard for me to understand when I first got into the law of assumption and scripting, doing I am statements. I was told morning and night, maybe in the afternoon. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to do it 10 times a day. I'm going to sit down for five minutes, 10 times a day, and I'm going to script. And it's funny because that was actually pushing my manifestations away from me a little more than doing it morning, afternoon, and night. Now I do it three times a day. I sit down and I script my I am statements three times a day, morning when I wake up, afternoon, early evening, and then at night before I go to bed. My morning and my nighttime routine are bookended to really make sure that when I'm sleeping, I'm drawing in what I desire. I'm not focused on what could go wrong past trauma, lack, drama, right? And the less we focus on our desires, the more they flow to us. And that's something that Abraham really went over in the workshop. And that took me a minute to really wrap my head around. But a beautiful analogy, I don't think she used it at the workshop, but she's used it in the past on her YouTube channel. I know I've heard it was, you know, if you're trying to manifest like money, for instance, and you're like, I have a hundred grand in the bank. You're not checking your bank account every 10 minutes to see if it's there. You know, the money's there. So you don't even really think about it, which is where it comes in to actually do your manifestations a little bit less intentionally, knowing it's yours, knowing it's yours. But at the end of the day, it's all about understanding how to tap into the frequency of trust of trusting everything is working out with and for you, trusting that everything you want is already yours, trusting it is all going to work out. I tell my clients all the time when you're starting this work, everything is happening with and for me. When I first started really understanding energy and everything, I was in a completely narcissistic, abusive relationship that I was sober when I entered and I relapsed in the process. I had gotten breast implants and I had gotten them removed because my body got a bacterial infection and was actually going into sepsis. I was in incredible physical pain, emotional pain, spiritually bankrupt, spiritually bankrupt. I was full-blown in addiction, drinking every day, all day to numb the pain. You know, it was my painkiller. Alcohol was my painkiller. I was desperately trying to escape this very narcissistic abusive relationship I was in got my locks changed five times I was in this relationship with a completely manipulative narcissist my therapist says actually a narcissist is a pretty word a sociopath is a little more like it but that's fine regardless here or there and I was the complete victim of my life I was running a gym in a pandemic and everything was just hard it was hard it was hard I had no trust I was trying to force my will and everything felt upstream. Everything felt upstream. It was such a struggle, everything. And so downstream flow of energy, right? Downstream flow of energy. How can we make it easy? How can we just, just relax? 
everything is happening with and for me. That was my mantra when I first got into this work, because, you know, for me to use my I am statements to get to where I am today, when I first started completely spiritually bankrupt, completely broken, that would have been like me trying to run and jump on a runaway train going hundred miles an hour. I would have never caught the train and got on if when I was in that completely broken state was like, oh, I'm going to manifest the life I have today. It would have never caught on because from where I was, the life I have today felt so far away. Right. And that's one of the reasons a lot of manifestations don't work. Not only like I mentioned earlier, because we're not constantly because we're not realizing we're constantly manifesting and we're letting negative thoughts come in too much. But another reason why manifestations don't work is because you don't truly believe that you can have what you're manifesting. So you're going too big. Let's say you're in debt and you're like, I am manifesting a million dollars. You're like, well, that like your subconscious mind is just taking over. So dumb it down. Manifestation is just, I'm going to be out of debt and money is an issue for me. Right. So when I first started, everything is happening with and for me. Everything is happening with and for me. And at times my mind wanted to fight it. Like, how is this happening with and for you? Life is falling apart at the seams. You know, you're dying on the vine over here. But I stayed with that and I stayed with that and I stayed with that. Everything is happening with and for me. Everything is happening with and for me. And a belief truly is just a thought that you keep on thinking. That is what a belief is. And that has become a core belief in my life that everything happens with and for me. And the more that I can let go and trust in the universe and trust in that fact, the easier the outcome comes to me. I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to have it all figured out. That's my ego wanting to figure everything out. My soul knows I am being taken care of at all times, right? And I don't care how old you are. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what you're up against. If you trust that whatever you are going through will make sense, it's gonna end sooner. You will reach your desired outcome sooner. The laws of energy are there, whether we understand them or not, whether you accept it and embrace it or not, the laws of energy are there. And the more resistance you have to your current situation, the more you're staying stuck in it because that's what you're giving your energy to, right? I couldn't stop drinking. I was just so focused on the fact that I couldn't stop drinking. This is so hard. This is so hard. Rather than focusing my energy on the fact that one day I'm not going to have this issue. This is not going to be an issue in my life. This is all going to make sense. It's all going to make sense. And now I speak at a detox center every month. I help many people in recovery as clients I'm speaking something else I manifested, actually. I've been writing, I've been scripting since June. We're at August 21st. I've been scripting since June 9th, I believe, that I'm going to speak on stages. I'm going to speak on stages. I love talking to people in recovery about my story and just letting them know how different life can be. It's it's It fills my cup so much to help to have all the pain that I went through make sense for me and allow it to be a spark for other people to see what's available for them too, lights my soul on fire. And September 1st, uh, I believe the first Friday in September, I'm actually speaking at a recovery battle of the bands fundraiser about my recovery story. And I met with a um, board over zoom to review my story and my method of 
recovery that I do across the board. I said, you know, I'm in recovery from many things. I'm in recovery from codependency. I'm in recovery from body image issues and eating disorder, shopping too much, drinking too much. I'm recovering from a lot of things. I prefer to say that I'm recovery over an alcoholic. It's much more empowering to me. And it also really has me be very well aware that, you know, alcohol it isn't the issue. The issue is my inner child that wants to run around acting like a fool and self-sabotaging because she doesn't feel like enough. And so this is a daily practice of reparenting my inner child, telling her she is enough, telling her she has always been enough, she will always be enough, and that it is safe to let her guard down. She can love, right? But I manifested that. So there you go, speaking on stage. But it doesn't matter what's going on. If you trust that this is happening for a reason, and the sooner you come to acceptance for your current situation in life, the sooner you move through it right? It's about our human experience is being created by the laws of energy, whether you believe it or not. If you're criticizing other people, you're criticizing yourself. Everything is you pushed out and people don't realize that. If your appreciation of other people is high, you're appreciating yourself very much too. Whatever you focus on, you get more of and everything is you pushed out. And I mean everything is you pushed out, right? And so that's a beautiful way to see how you feel about yourself if you're very numb to it and you're not used to taking a self-inventory. How do you feel about the people around you? Are they irritating you? Do you feel they're beautiful? Do you feel they're messing up? Because that is a reflection of you and how you feel of yourself, baby. Back to Abraham Hicks. So it takes 17 seconds of holding on to a thought for the law of energy, the law of attraction to attract another like thought to it. It takes five positive thoughts to neutralize one negative thought. And so if we're over here, like negative, 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 it's going to take literally five minutes to neutralize that, that thought process. And so if you're having a hard time and you're, and you're negative and you're just in a mood, maybe you know why, maybe you don't know why, right? Maybe your ego is just taking over and you don't know why you're struggling, but you're just struggling. Hold a positive thought for 17 seconds. Hold it. Set a timer on your phone. It's making sense. Get an affirmation, get a mantra. And then after that 17 seconds, automatically one more positive thought comes in that you didn't even try for. It just automatically comes into your energy field through the laws of energy. Then you hold that thought and then you get another one right? Now, if your thought is triggering you, it is too specific. Like I said, it's like jumping on a moving train that's going too fast. Slow down the thought, slow down the belief system, get less specific, right? Like I said, if you're in debt, instead of saying I have a hundred grand, say money isn't an issue. Money is an issue. I'm debt free, right? But it's about the trust. Again, the more you demand, the more resistance there is. We're trusting. We're focusing on what we desire, right? It's the art of allowing, ending, resisting, not focusing on what's wrong. That's not trusting it. That's pushing it away. Not focusing on a time frame. That's pushing it away, right? It is happening. We trust it's happening. We trust it is all going to make sense. I say all the time, we can't connect the dots looking forward, only looking back, right? And it gets to be fun. You get to enjoy knowing that it's all going to work out for you. 
and it gets to be fun. It really does. If you trust in the struggle, it's going to make sense. It ends so much sooner. It's not about dominance. It's about ease, about vibration. It's about your belief systems and coming to the trust and just coming to the realization that you have so much more control than you are allowing yourself to see. It is all in your thoughts. It is all in your trust. It's all in your belief systems. Now, I I don't believe I've shared this on the podcast yet, but I get a mammogram every year. My mom had breast cancer at 39 and my last mammogram, I got called back and I had to go and get something on my left breast checked out. And I was a little scared for a second for about 10, 15 seconds. I was like, Ooh, wow, this is scary. If I am sick, what am I going to do? You know, I'm a single mom. I'm a business owner. How will life go on? And I immediately shifted it. And I was like, you know what? If if I, heaven forbid, am sick right now, it is happening within for me. It's all going to make sense. It is all going to make sense. Sure enough, I went and actually it was very interesting. I had my energy healer tap into it. And she was like, I do sense something is going on with your left side. I didn't tell her it was my left side. And she said that. And I was like, oh, shit. Sure enough, I just didn't even pray on it. I was like, it's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. Sure enough, I went, they were like, you're fine. I was like, oh, okay. But that's what I'm talking about with the trust, not needing to control it. I didn't need to know the outcome of the mammogram, the ultrasound in the mammogram to know it was all going to work out. I knew that regardless of the outcome, even if they did tell me I had something really horrible going on in my body. I knew it was going to work out, not living conditionally, not like, well, it'll work out if this test comes back positive. No, it's going to work out regardless. This is all about realigning and realizing the only tension we have in our lives is our tension in our minds, right? It's it's really that, 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 that simple. But when it comes to manifestation, something I do want to point out, we have to understand dividing our energy and multiple manifestations at once. So I was talking to a client yesterday about manifestation and I had a water bottle next to me and I was like, all right, let's say that there's one cup in front of you. You want to manifest. She was actually manifesting money and finances and whatnot. I was like, let's say like, this is all your energy to put towards manifestation in this water bottle that I'm holding. That's full of water. There's a cup in front of me. And if you have another, that that's for manifesting abundance. If you have another cup, like I want to manifest a better relationship. I want to manifest some weight loss. I want to manifest a vacation. You have four cups in front of you right now. This full water bottle, that's your manifestation energy. It's going to be divided into four cups instead of one. And so if you're really good and you're just like, I want a little bit of this, a little bit of that, feel free to manifest intentionally multiple things. But if you're really like, I want one thing, focus on that one thing when you're doing your scripting, when you're doing your visualizations, right? When you're using the law of assumption, the law of attraction. But with that said, when the other three topics come up, you trust, you're like, yeah, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Right? Like you trust, right? It's really about seeing how this affects everything, everything. I took my son to the fair yesterday and we get there and it was hot. Oh my goodness. It was hot. And his friend's mom and I miscommunicated and we were there an hour early. And I was like, oh my gosh. And um, my son was complaining. He's like, where's my friend? Where's my friend? Where's my friend? And in my head, I was just like, 
Chance loves it. He's having the best time. He loves that we're having the best time. He loves that we're having the best time. I did not pay attention to the 3D. I didn't give it my energy because that's going to create more of it. If I'm like, Chance, you're complaining. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just going to create more of it. I did not give it my attention. Sure enough, a minute later, he's like high-fiving me, jumping around. I'm so excited to be here. This is the best time ever. You're the best mom ever, you know, because that's what I gave my attention to. I only give my attention to what I'm calling in. I only see what I want and what's available to me. And if I do find myself focusing on something negatively, I do my work to not suppress it and to release it and to refocus in my power, to refocus what I'm calling in, what I am available for right? This is life is as good as we all allow it to be. And I know I talk to people all day that are struggling with a lot of stuff. I struggled with a ton of stuff for some time. I was stuck. My, my one client was like, well, how did you get into this? And I'm like, Oh my God, I, I had to save my, my life. I was so stuck for so long, victim, 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 looking at the worst case scenario in everything. And I couldn't live like that anymore. I just couldn't. And so the difference in what I do a little bit and what Abraham Hicks does, she just wants you to gloss over the past a little bit more. I believe a little bit more that we should go into it and release the trauma around it, right? Abraham Hicks does not believe in the subconscious mind. I am a fan of the subconscious work because it's just how I believe. You know, I believe that our subconscious mind, those limiting belief systems really have to be accessed and released. And a lot of people, when it comes to the trauma, they have a hard time just letting it go. And Abraham's like, just let it go, let it go, let it go. You know, if you went through some stuff in your childhood that you're struggling with, it's hard to let it go. So, you know, I have my clients do a lot of journaling, do a lot of scripting, do a lot of reparenting work, inner child work. And then we move on to this good stuff, the law of attraction. I had them go through my program, the, the void first. We're figuring out the void. We're doing the shadow work. The void's all about shadow work. And then... We go into the vortex, which is all manifestation, all self-awareness, all, you know, infinite intelligence, right? This, this beautiful, positive anticipation that's available to all of us. God, I could talk about this stuff all day. Um, yeah, but, and there's going to be a lot of resistance to people hearing this because people want to stay stuck. Not everyone wants to learn infinite intelligence and be like, oh shit, I've been the one that's been creating my, my, my life like this because it's a lot more fun to blame other people around you rather than to look in the mirror. But that is where all the gold happens when you're looking in the mirror, right? When you're looking in the mirror and you're taking full on responsibility for your life and where you are and your energy and you're letting go. And if you can't forgive, what are you getting out of staying stuck? What are you getting out of staying stuck in past drama, trauma, and lack? You know, I, I don't have issues in my life. I don't fight with people in my, my life. I just don't, you know? I'm on the phone with someone, they're triggering me. I'm like, hey, you got to go, okay? I'm just going to hang up the phone. We can connect later on. Detaching with love, right? Because I understand where it's going to take me if I let my mind go go down. I understand how much energy I put into staying positive that's now just become like the core belief system and the core identity of myself. But I understand how much of a slippery slope it is if we allow negativity back into our lives. And so the art of allowing, okay, the art of allowing and trusting, trusting, believing in your power, okay? That's where it's at. If you want to chat further about this, you're more than welcome to join my Facebook group, Physically Fit and Spiritually Fed on Facebook. 
You can follow me on Instagram at Colleen Falto. There's a link for a couple free downloads or you can book a one-on-one call. I understand that everyone is at their own process in accepting the laws of energy. And I also understand how powerful they are. So thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please like, rate, and review. Sending so much love and positivity to all. We all deserve it.